Social Media Serenity Podcast Episode Number 98. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. Hey, and my name's Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to talk about the latest and what's going on in the world of social networking sites like Facebook, Twitter. It's amazing. We are adding a new thing, Google+. Um, and we, we talk about tools and tips to help you manage all of this stuff that we got going on. These online relationships and building brand and, and all that other good jazz. That's why we're here each and every week just for you and for ourselves as well because uh, I know I've benefited from this just as much as anybody else because Eric actually does all the hard work. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I just sit here and I and I listen and I learn. That's not true. Ah, uh, well, okay. Well, um, anyway, I just want to say I am still totally digging Buffer App. It, it's totally awesome and I just have yeah. to continually just tell people BufferApp.com uh, well, that combined with Twiriad, like, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn, sorry. Yeah. Saw the tweet, saw the blog post, and he was like, thanks to Cliff for these tips. I'm like, yep, we talked about that. That's yep. awesome. It's awesome. We talked about it in a, in a uh, special call I had with him earlier this week, and he's like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm like, yep. Totally awesome. Anyway, so we've got a bunch of different things that we have to talk about here today. And one of the things um, is that uh, you, Eric, have been playing around with Google Plus just a little bit more. I still have not signed up for the service. I'm waiting for the Google Apps version. Yeah. At least so far, I've done wise. good. I've, I've done a good job of not falling for the temptation because I've been tempted to create a Google Plus account. Uh, but I, I'm not doing it. I'm going to try not to do it until the apps version comes out. But you've had a Hangout experience. Yeah, yesterday morning, um, somebody said, hey, we're uh, out on Twitter. They said, hey, we're going to at, I forget what time, 1130, something like that. Or 11, 11 to 1130 Eastern. They said, we're going to do a, hang, a Google Hangout. Come join us. Mm-hmm. And since I was connected with that person on Google+, Plus, I decided, sure, I'll stop by. So I did. And... Um, and then I also did another one myself. I wanted to experience starting one up and trying to figure out, you know, how do you promote it? How do you get people to come in and out? Who can even come in? Is it only Google Plus people? Which it, which it is for now. Um, so my experiences were it's mostly positive. I felt like it was working fairly well. It worked fairly well for me, I should say. Some people were having problems where their video would freeze up or their browser was acting funky and we'd kind of try to play with, well, was that Firefox? Was it Chrome? Sometimes it was Chrome. So that was kind of funny that, you know, Chrome would act up with <laughs> Google Plus and Hangouts. But I, I mean, overall, I was thoroughly impressed. I, I felt like, wow, this is more impressive than video calling on Skype to, to a very good extent. I mean, I, and, and so both, both, both uh, experiences were, we did a lot of like troubleshooting, like, oh, what's this do? And, and when I do this, what do you guys see? And when I do this, or, and then I click, I mean, there's lots of great stuff. I mean, you can click on somebody's thumbnail and a little green border will lock onto that. And then they're the only one you see up in the, the higher, bigger box, or you click it again and it undoes, undoes that. And then it only show, it'll show, you know, who's the loudest or who's talking at the time. And, so it was pretty cool. I mean, it was still kind of awkward. I mean, you're talking to people face-to-face instead of, and some of them you may not know as well. So it's got that whole piece to it. But I'd say there, there's definitely uses for it. And it's definitely got a lot of potential, even if it's got a little bit of quirkiness here and there. But overall, I mean, it was great. I talked with um, Stephen Cross for a while yesterday. That was cool. Hadn't seen him since September in Boston. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, and he and I had pretty good experience because we both had kind of high bandwidth going good i think is what we figured out so yeah that is i I liked it i liked it a lot so i can't wait for you to get in there and for us to maybe do like a social media chat time where we do you know the two of us and anybody else who wants to join in and we just sit and talk and answer questions and ask questions ourselves and all that it'd be fun that would be a ton of fun and uh stop it 
Stop <laughs> tempting me. Uh, no, sir, the thing is, I just don't want to. I, I don't want to build that brand when they they're promising that Google Apps is coming. You know, yeah, and, I would. And, I would wait. I would wait to get it fully integrated to what you're doing with Google Apps right now. Yeah. So. Because I I still have the issue with Buzz, you know I I, I sign into right. Gmail like once every three or four months, and I notice that you know you know eighteen twenty different people a week are commenting on Twitter status updates. I, I need to just stop syndicating those to Buzz, but then again, I don't want to stop syndicating those to Buzz because they're oh, okay. they're broadcasting a message. If because, somebody's there and to hear it, why not? Yeah, but I have no notifications. Those it's, notif- it's plurk all over again. It is. That's exact. It, buzz is plurk. And, and I don't want circles to become my plurk. And I'm not going to sign into Gmail every day. Yeah. So because I have to sign out of apps. Although somebody said that they're doing a decent job of managing the cookies. I, I, it, I'm, I'm going to wait. I've learned my lesson the hard way so many times. The, the only thing is, is I have... I've been tempted to get in and play with it and, and kind of go in under, under a pseudonym, you know, so kind of be like this hidden person that, that nobody knows. And right. the only thing is, is then I, then I lose out on the real experience of hanging out as me and interacting with the community. Yep. And I just don't want to build, I just don't want to build any connections or, or have that other, it's, it's the whole Facebook fan page again, you know, it's like, I yeah. want to stay, I, I want to stay, I want to build my brand in a way that I'm managing it the way that I want to manage it. And so I'll wait till they have it, but I'm glad to hear that, that the hangout, cause that's what I'm hearing is the hangouts are awesome. And I personally, I cannot wait to have Google hangouts via video with up to 10 people. Well, nine other people, I guess. Right. And, uh, I, I can see myself launching those, you know, all kinds of different random times because, you know, it, it, it's one thing for me to fire up the live webcam and say, Hey, come in the chat room. I'll chat with you. But it's a whole nother thing to to be able to see them and their their video and audio together and and to interact and and I know this because I've done this with um well the, the thing is is we've done you know instead of just doing chat we've done you know hey contact us on Skype if you wanna if you wanna join us we're having a conference call we've done the conference calls mm-hmm. and so those are really cool and just you know and, and just the idea of adding people's voices to the mix and having you know up to five to seven maybe even up to ten people on a on a conference call where we can all talk to each other that's cool but the idea of having a video chat with that many people is it it, it would be a dream come true for somebody like me oh and yeah so well, I, and I'm looking forward to it I want it I want it now but I don't want it under my Gmail account. Yeah, which is why you should wait. And and I think that with what we saw yesterday, there are some people who are having problems. So I wouldn't say it's not ready for prime time. I'd say it is definitely there. It's just that some of the initial, I mean, it's the initial rollout. It's just, you know, it's new. You can you got to expect some hiccups, especially when it's coming talking we're talking about uh VoIP or video, mm-hmm. you know, it, that stuff's just, I mean, that, that stuff gets, even on the highest bandwidth, sometimes you get lag and you get stutter and you get, you know, out of sync audio occasionally f- for a brief moment or two. And that just happens. Right. But uh, from between me and Steven though, yesterday, I mean, again, he, he and I didn't have any problems. There was one or two other people. Uh, Roy Ortega was there and he, he had a couple problems, but he'd come in and out and it, it worked fine most of the time. But, you know. Yeah. So the the one of the great pieces was was I started it, but I didn't need to approve anybody coming in or out. It was just all. I mean, it was like it was literally like a chat room. Can you bounce people though? I, there's got to be some moderation tools there, but I don't see them yet. So okay, yeah, because I I don't mind not having to approve people to come in, but I certainly I I, I do know from just listening to people though that if you're the creator of the of the hangout, you can mute people. You can, yeah. All right, good. Is, can you mute them for everybody? You know what? I don't know. I I saw it on me. I saw that I could mute every. I could mute myself from hearing everyone, and I could mute my own personal mic. Okay. So, I just wonder that if if you happen to be uh, bringing in a lot of background noise that was just really distracting to the entire hangout. I'm wondering that as the moderator or the the creator of that hangout, if I can mute you for everybody. 
that would be something I would want to know. But yeah. anyway, we'll figure all that stuff out. Um, anyway, um, there is a Google Plus cheat sheet for folks if they are interested. It's an actual picture that you can you know save and keep by your computer. Um, and this was put together by, I guess, Mashable. And we'll have a link to it in our show notes. And of course, we have a copy of our show notes for those who are listening live. Uh, you can, well, I'll just throw that into the chat room there. You can see uh, links to all the stories that we talk about here today. Uh, because we are using a new show note system, which is awesome, using wunderlist.com, W-U-N-D-E-R-L-I-S-T.com. I'm still going to say Wonderlist. I know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so basically, have you looked at this cheat sheet? Does, does I mean, as a Google Plus member, does any of this interest you at all? It makes sense. It gives you more of a uh, HTML type of coding ability to your text that you put on the um, screen. You know, like if you if you put this in front of, like for example, they say if you put uh, asterisks before and after the word word like they give in the example of the cheat sheet, mm-hmm. it bolds it, different things like that. So so if you do underscore right before and after any word that you type, it'll make that italics. And if you mm-hmm. do dash dashes on both ends of any word, it'll do strike through. Yes. So that's that's pretty cool. And so that, that can be done in any of the uh, different things that you're typing up. I wonder if that's actually markdown language. It, it, it might be. I think that that's standard markdown from what I've heard. Uh, you can add photos, videos, or links to your post by dragging the links directly into the share box. Okay, and then circles are like following people on Twitter. People you do people do not have to follow you. That's good. Uh, mention people in your post by either doing plus or at sign in front of their name. So you can do pl- instead of having to do at Eric J Fisher, I could do plus Eric J Fisher or whatever yes. you're going by in that 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 hangout or google plus area send private messages to people only uh let's say by only sharing your post with them uh so basically you just disable the reshare all right so you send direct message or private messages the same way you would send any message but you just turn off the sharing functionality uh clicking the timestamp on a post will display the post with a permalink now this is good this is this is one of the things we loved about buzz and I noticed that these things can be shared and you do not have to be a plus member to actually read something with a permalink and, and to see all of that stuff. Just like before, right? Right. With but I mean, just like with Buzz. So this is <clears throat> this is cool. This is the one functionality of Buzz that I was really excited about is having this threaded ongoing conversation and having that have a permalink that people who don't have an account can still read if they want. And if they want to participate, then yes, they do have to have a but or a, a Google account with plus to, to sign in and, and to, to continue on that conversation. So yep. I like I that. I've forgotten about that, but yeah, that's yep. exactly what it does. Uh, let's see here. So public and friends. So you got green people who are not in your circles may see this post. Or blue uh, with friends, and it's got a little circle. It says only people in your circles can see this post unless it unless it's shared. Okay, which means if one of your friends shares it, other people that aren't your friends can see it. Cool. So. All right. And so they have some hotkeys: space. You can you hit space; it'll scroll down your stream. Shift space will scroll up. J will uh, single post single post down scroll. So there's some other keystrokes there. To pre- to prevent people from sharing your post, click the arrow at the top right of the post and choose Disable Reshare. Uh, clicking the plus one button on a post is the same as Like on Facebook. Clicking the plus one button again will remove your plus one. All right. And then using plus one on a post will not, will not list the post on your plus one page. Using plus one on the web will... Ah, uh, okay. Whatever. I know what that means. That that means if you're in your, let me go in there real quick, and I'll explain what it means. Um, it's kind of like favorites, only the opposite of favorites. Okay. What that means is, like for example, if I were going to a tweet, here's the best way to put it. If I went to a tweet and I favorited it, it would be a favorite 
in, inside of Twitter itself. It would be a Twitter favorite. Okay. It works the opposite way here. If I went to a Google search and I found something that I liked mm-hmm. and plus one day a, a thing that's external from Google Plus, that's what shows up in the plus ones on my account. Mm-hmm. But going to someone's post and hitting plus one is like liking it. Yeah. And so there's not a plus, there's not a like, in other words, liking something isn't going to show up in plus one liking something isn't going to show up in your plus ones of your Google Plus account. That's where your favorites of things you've plus one or liked out in Google itself show up. Yep. If what I just said makes sense, which it, it really kind of doesn't. But. It actually, I, I, I'm even though I'm not in Google Plus, I think you've explained it in a way that I understand it at least. So yeah. So um, I'm I'm looking at this Mashable post, and on the left hand li- side, I see their you know their share bar, if you will, and it, it's got Twitter. You know, you can tweet this story. You got Facebook. You can like this story, and then under that, you can plus one this story on Google Plus. Then you can mm-hmm. stumble the story on Stumble Upon. You can share it on LinkedIn. You can post it to Tumblr. You can email it to somebody. And and by golly, if that's not good enough, they've got a little share button that I don't know what that does, but it, I guess supposedly it's going to let you do some other stuff. So um, it, it just, oh yeah. So basically it has share and it just gives you, you can blogger it. You can send it via instant message on AIM. You can MySpace it, dig it. Uh, oh my goodness. Google buzz it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we are inundated with how we can share things with people. And and the thing is, is the only thing I concern I'm concerned with is, you know, it, you know, are we going to be syndicating all of this same stuff out to all these places or are we going to, you know, use certain things different ways? Like I know you use Facebook differently than you use Twitter. Although I am the type of person who starts with Twitter and syndicates things outwards. And I'm looking forward to seeing if Google plus changes that for me in any way. I do know that there is a way to publish from Google Plus out to the other networks. Very interesting, but but, but the thing, that means you have to start there. Yeah, and you'd and for it to work effectively, especially in the Twitter sphere, you'd really want to keep your Plus updates less than 140 characters. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I really like Twitter as being the the initiator. Uh, it it just seems that the the eco space um, is is just so much more advanced. I I don't know if uh, it, I don't know. Do we have the story in here? Because I saw the story somewhere talking about how many different um, develop you know d- uh, API kind of software that connects to Twitter. Was it like a million or something? Oh no, I don't remember seeing that story. There's a, there's I I saw I'd it somewhere. I don't know why I don't have it here on my notes, but. Uh, I thought I saw somewhere, and I maybe I was dreaming because you know I do dreams about some weird stuff sometimes. Yeah, but uh, I thought I saw something where you know there are now a million different services that are connected via Twitter's API, and that seems seems like such a high number that I think that I can't. Maybe it was in a dream. <laughs> but the, but the, you you get the idea though. I mean, you've got Buffer, you've got Twitter, you've got all these you, just tons of these valuable tools, and that let you connect with people. And you know, I I, I want to say that I'm all excited about Google Plus. I really am. But in a way, I hope it's not good enough to pull me away from the way that I use Twitter today. I don't know that it will be. I I, I my I, opinion would be that it isn't yet. I want it. I want this is what I'm hoping for. I hope Google Plus is awesome enough that everybody that I want to interact with will have an account there and that it will be somewhat like Facebook, that people use Facebook for the way that they use Facebook, but I'm still going to be able to interact with them the same way that I interact with them today on Twitter. But we're going to use Google Plus for the things that Google Plus is awesome for, like Hangouts and, and other very cool. Uh, things like for example i use a i do use a facebook group for my mastermind group and it's a great way there's only a handful of us in that group and and that's how we communicate throughout the week it is awesome i i love facebook groups but that's all i really use facebook for other than responding to people who comment on my syndicated stuff that i send out to facebook so which which i enjoy that as well 
but it's still all for me. I'm glad I don't have to go to all those other places to syndicate those messages. So for example, I'm hoping that I can take my Twitter and publish it to my cir- my circles right, and, and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to figuring out how all that's going to work out. Yep. All right. Um, the next story I have on here, have you been invited to share in clout perks yet, Eric? Funny you should mention that because I got a clout perk this morning. Oh, really? To Spotify. Really? Yes. <gasps> Oh my goodness, I've got it right so here myself. Click, I am click clicking. The link. I am clicking it. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I am doing this now. I'm submitting. I did not know this. It just you, happened this morning. Uh, go to Spotify.com slash and enter your unique code to win. Oh my goodness, this is so awesome. I'm so excited. Uh, go ahead and talk for a second, Eric, while I I go to my my thing and get my free Spotify account. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the exact amount of clout you need to have or what number you need to have higher than to be able to do this. I suspect that it's somewhat pretty low seeing as they're, they're using clout to do this. But again, what clout perks is clout perks is something where if you go to the if clout.com slash perks and you go take a look there are different things there that uh, people are, or cloud, I should say, are giving to people, um, you know, as a reward, so to speak, for having high clout. Mm-hmm. They they notice them as influencers or having a, an audience that will listen to them or see what they're doing, and so that's why they choose to uh, reward these people in in a sense by getting them to give you know giving them a free thing like for example there's the Spotify deal which is today um secret the you know what's it what's secret like deodorant um a a secret clinical strength waterproof protection a year's supply so it's like waterproof from what i'm gathering deodorant here, right waterproof deodorant a year's supply of new waterproof deodorant all That's right pretty- and and so uh learn more so um i'm going to click there we're sorry you're ineligible for this perk. So I guess you need higher than 62 to get that one. Yes. Or there's some other. But that's the thing, though, is that I've seen people with lower clout score than me get some of these things. So yeah, I don't totally understand how this works. Yeah, they, it could it could be judging based upon, you know, the certain area that you live in. And because yeah. there's all kinds of things they know about you based upon the profiles that you have. Right. So, dude, this is amazing. I am now, I just downloaded, I'm actually installing Spotify right now. I created, I, this is awesome. Now, this is, this is an actual perk that I, I'm thinking, wow, this is cool. I am just now signing up for Spotify. I actually have an account with Spotify now. My, my, are you, are you supposed to share your Spotify? I'm GSPN on Spotify. I don't know. I I have not used Spotify before. I've not either. It's brand new in the States. It's brand new today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is amazing. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna sign up and pay for uh, one of the accounts because um, I, you know, I listen to music while I'm working throughout the day. Mm-hmm. No, but, but haven't uh, you been using Pandora? I have been using Pandora, and I'm getting sick of hearing the same seven songs over and 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 over. Well, have you? Have you? That's part of what you do is you say, don't play this for a while. Well, the problem is, is you do that and you hear the same seven songs over and over again. <laughs> because what happens with Pandora is they have all those, you know, they have a certain number of songs that they throw in there. Maybe it's 30, 50 songs. And if you tell it that you don't like 37 of them, you get the same songs over and over again. True. Or it starts playing Willie Nelson on your, on your, uh, you know, movie score thing. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> You're the one that doesn't hate country anymore. So, oh my so, goodness, this is awesome looking. Ah, Spotify. We finally get it. That's awesome. Go ahead. Sorry. What so, I was going to say was, um, so clout perks, we can talk about clout perks for a second, but this kind of ties into the fact that Pandora has announced that they're a social network. Yeah. Which, so, how does that work? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to try something here. And, okay. Uh, let's see if this... Uh, this so this is the the cool thing about um, Spotify compared to, um, oh yeah, 
the, uh, compared to Pandora's, it's play on demand. So I typed in Adele and I got Rolling in the Deep, pulls up right away, and I can listen to it when I want it. Name a song. I'll look it up. Any, any song. Um, let's go with. Uh, oh, what's that one? The one that everybody likes. That's the look up the the Radiohead Creep. Okay, Creep. Let's do that. All right. So we'll t- type in Creep, and I gotta f- learn how to spell because that's probably gonna help. But um, and so there's tons of songs in here with Creep, and we're looking for Radiohead version though. So um, we will click here or the acoustic. Nice. Or the Stone Temple Pilot. Creep. That's a different one. Oh, okay. Corn. This song gave me a lot of strength every time I heard it. And uh, I want to dedicate it to all the kids and adults out there that's ever been picked on or made to feel inadequate. This song's for you. This is Creep Live uh, by Corn on MTV Unplugged. And by the way, this is why they want people with clout to talk about Spotify because of what I'm doing right now. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, this is going out to a lot of people who are going to hear this over the next seven days. That is... It says, Cliff, if you connect your Facebook account, anyone with your face uh, in your Facebook group, their public playlist will show up, and it's really cool. So... You float like a feather. Anyway, this is awesome. I, I've got Spotify. I'm excited. And I did that just because I have a high clout score yep. or some kind of clout score. Anyway, that ah, I'm, I've got Spotify. I've got I'm excited. <laughs> OK, guess what? All those horrible, mean, nasty uh, things that I've ever said about clout before. They're all completely wiped away right now because. <laughs> <laughs> because I got a Spotify account the day it came out. Wow. That is awesome. Anyway, so so the whole story, <laughs> the story here is clout perks. This is actually um uh because I got invited to a couple other different thing clout perks uh recently, and they weren't things that I really felt interested in at all. Okay. But I I am starting to see pro I'd say this is, well, Spotify is probably the sixth perk that I've been offered. And uh, this is the first one that is, is this is well, actually, this is huge, I think, personally. And, um, but yeah, this is great. I love it. Yeah, this is my first one. I'm not sure why that is, but again, you're probably, I mean, we have a very similar score, but you you are much more active in terms of like amount of followers, things like that. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it, it, I'll tell you, the, the perk, the, so the idea here, the story behind this is, you know, we've given a hard time to to clout about, you know, who do they think they are for judging, you know, how influential we are and, and, and all of this other stuff. But when it comes down to it, there's a lot of companies that are looking to this and saying, you know what, they maybe they, they don't have it all together and they can't account for anything, but they certainly can uh, prove with analytics and stuff like that the amount of people that you know, that I can reach if I reach out to these influencers. And so I still kind of don't like this for the idea, especially of, you know, employers judging whether or not they want to hire somebody based upon their clout score and stuff like that. But when it comes to a PR marketing department for a new service like Spotify or a movie or, you know, a a product that, that wants to give a one year supply to a blogger, um, I'm all for it. And the reason why I'm all for it is I don't know if you've read the agreements, uh, but there is absolutely no nothing. N- I, I could sign up if, if it was available to me. The secret, you know, we probably didn't get the secret because we're not female. Oh, well, yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, I should go. I should go and change my uh, my my profile to female just to see oh, if <laughs> see if I can get my secret <laughs> free secret for the year. But anyway, um, the the situation is, though, is that um, if I was to sign up for a perk where a company gave me a free one-year supply as a result of my clout score, there is nothing in there where I'm required to say one word about that company or its product. Nothing at all. 
Yeah. Did, did you read that? Yeah. Yep. So, so I love it. Uh, clout perks and, um, and I think the, you couldn't have had a more, more perfect time to talk about the story as when I just actually finally accepted my very first, uh, uh that's why I saved it. When I saw it in there, I thought, Ooh, this will surprise him. <laughs> did you, did you, did you sign up for uh, Spotify? Yep. Sweet. I've got it downloaded and everything. Awesome. What is your, uh, is, are you Eric J Fisher? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Ah, Spotify. I can't wait. I, I want to, I can't wait to the end of the day so I can start playing with my music. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we have next on here? Twitter now valued at 7 billion with the B dollars. Crazy. Uh, this is, uh, this does not surprise me at all. No, not really. I mean, Twitter, in my mind, Twitter's more valuable to me than Facebook. And it, for, for me personally, right. And, and it's because of the way that I use the way that I engage and, and the way that I connect and build, build my brand. But, um, seriously for me, I, I, I can, I, I see Twitter only growing bigger and, and becoming more and more valuable, but 7 billion, of course, we've talked about the way they value these companies is like, what does that really mean for a company that's not, you know, really profitable? <laughs> How's a company right. that's not profitable worth $7 billion? But uh, there are certainly things that they can do to monetize. I just hope they don't do the wrong things. In fact, uh, Twitter, hello, I'm ready to pay you now, okay? Just so you know. By the way, it's funny. I'm using Twitter for free. But uh, since I've started using Twitter, there have been probably 10, 15, 20 different companies that I've paid money for, money to, to actually interact with Twitter, and Buffer app, I'm currently paying ten dollars a month, so that's 120 bucks a year just from lowly old me to 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 interact with Twitter on a on a better basis. And so, could you imagine if now? Hopefully, they don't do this because I, I like the folks over at Buffer app. I think they're awesome. But if they did it, I hope that they would take some of their seven billion dollar in valuation and say, "Hey, let's give you guys, you know, seven, eight, ten million dollars, and uh, we'd like to just roll your Buffer app into our services." Oh yeah, and and then I would be gl- I would gladly pay that ten dollars a month to Twitter. Mm-hmm. You, I'm, I'm just saying, Twitter, charge me some money. Send I will send you money monthly, but please, 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 please rethink your your throwing stuff in my Twitter timeline without me following it. So anyway, seven billion with a B. All right, billion. Have B-E. you? So, Eric, did we talk about this last week? Because for some reason I thought we did, but it was still in the show notes. Uh, have you Let's see the whole idea of um, going to somebody's profile and then underneath their profile and underneath the follow button, you see the little uh, tweet to at so and so? No, we didn't. We didn't talk about this. OK, so this are, is it now I just pulled up somebody right now. Uh, I don't know how to, to say this. Uh, it's Cinzia Rolling. So if you go to twitter.com slash C-I-N-Z-I-A-R-O-L-L-I-N-G, it's on her profile. I, I don't happen to be following her right now. And underneath the follow button, it says tweet to at Cinzia Rolling. And so I can actually click in that box. It automatically puts the at message or at sign in there with the name. And then I have 125 characters left to to type her a message. And it does it as if I was doing a regular at reply. It's kind of like going to somebody's wall on on Facebook and leaving them a, a wall comment, but you're just doing that message on Twitter. Huh? Yeah. I've not seen that. Have you, are you seeing it now on your end though? No. So you're not seeing what I'm telling well, you. Well, I, I, where's the account again? Uh, it is, it is uh, twitter.com slash C I N like Cincinnati. Okay. Z I A. Okay. R O L L I N G. Okay. I see that person. Do you see, what am I looking for? Do you see the follow button underneath? I do. And do you see a box that says tweet to at Cynthia Rowland? Nope. No, I don't. All right. And so I'm going to go to Eric J. Fisher. And I am following you. And under the following button, I see tweet to at Eric J. Fisher. And I'll Interesting. Tell you, and, I, and I'll tell you what I'll do is I am actually going to do a screen capture of this right now. All right. And so people will be able to see what it looks like. And I'm going to send it up to my cloud app. So uh, let me just 
click and upload it. And this will be in the show notes for people who are listening to this. What are we on? Episode 98 right 98. now? 98. So, Eric, I'm going to post this to my Skype to you first. Okay. I'm going to paste it into the chat room for them. And then I am going to uh, put it into the show notes for people who go to socialmediaserenity.com uh, and look for episode 98. And you will be able to click on the, the cloud app. So did, did that pull up for you? It did. I have not seen that show up anywhere. So I'm seeing That's this. Interesting. I'm seeing this all over now. Uh, so it, it must be turned on on my end. Uh, and and I have I read about this in a story about a week ago, and they said that they're selectively testing this on certain accounts. So they have turned it on on my account. And so now when I'm on your profile, I can actually type in that box and send you an at, at reply. Oh yeah, because usually you can't right in the the box doesn't show up at all if you're on somebody else's profile only on your home timeline exactly okay and i've used this 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 has actually become quite helpful many times to me so and of course you know that when i'm on my desktop the twitter web client is my it is my twitter client the web the actual website right so that's a that's a new feature that they're they're testing and so if anybody wants to see what it looks like if you don't have it yourself you can Again, go to the show notes and click on the link there. All right, so Twitter can help you do lots of things. And uh, did you see the story about the Marine who gets his dream date with Mila Kunis? Kunis? That's hilarious. Do you have any idea who Mila Kunis is? Yeah, she. Have you seen? You've seen. I know you've seen the movie with Denzel Washington in in the future, post apocalyptic. Oh uh, yeah, that's the uh, she's, Elijah. She's the girl. Or what? Oh, she's the girl in that. Okay, she's the girl. Uh, she's also from that '70s show. Okay, and that what's that other movie I didn't see that was the ballet one, the Black Swan. That's yeah, it. Yeah, the Black so, Swan. She's yeah. So anyway, she's um, she's pretty popular, I guess, these days, and she's in a new movie with uh, none other than, none other than MySpace's uh, oh Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Yeah, and. So a Marine put out a YouTube request basically saying that he'd love to just take her out on a date. Yeah, Well, he wanted to invite her to this this ball. Yeah. In fact, check this out. This is Sar- Sergeant Scott Moore. This is his YouTube video. Here we go. This is from The Daily, by the way. Here we go. Hey, Mila. Sergeant Moore, as you can call me, Scott. I just want to take a moment out of my day to invite you to the Marine Corps Ball on November 18th in Greenville, North Carolina, with yours truly. So take a second, think about it, get back to me. All right, bye now. Have you seen this? All right, so there you go. And so basically it's a short, I mean, maybe seven-second video of him inviting Mila. And then Justin Timberlake does this on some kind of... Uh, show where they're promoting their their movie. So a Marine Cop posted a video inviting you to go to the cops ball. Like, do it for like, your country. Yeah, you need to see what? it. What? Do yeah. it for your country. Was, you know what? Like headline news. You know yesterday. what? What's his name? What's his name? Uh, you know what, man? I'm gonna work on this for you. What is? I'm gonna work on this for you. What this is? He um, invited you to yeah. the Marine Corps. When is ball. it? When's the Marine Corps it's ball? It's like in November mm-hmm. or something. November what? I don't know. I'll go. Listen. Okay. <laughs> anyway, if you go, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. She wasn't holding out. <laughs> it's so funny. So anyway, they're they're working it out. It, they, I don't know if the the story ends up. I don't know if it's actually been arranged. But I think there's enough kind of uh, buzz and attention around it that I think she'd get into a lot of heat with her fans or, or people around the world if she didn't go at this point. But uh, there you go. Just proof that YouTube is powerful and there is power in social media to get maybe even that dream date that you never thought possible. Yep. How cool is that? Yeah, but I'm married, so it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, but still, I mean, for all those guys, I mean, seriously, I mean. You're going to see a lot more people do that with celebrities now. Trust me. I know. I know. Um, Our great friend, I think this was Kylie Mack that sent it in. Uh, Not only can Twitter help you get a dream date with your, your, uh, you know, some kind of beautiful celebrity, uh, potentially, but now uh, Twitter can help you get a college scholarship. Yeah. Have you heard about this one? I did. I had somebody who was like, hey, you're in college or not in college, in a work at a college. And uh, they said, what do you think about this? And I, I weighed in. I'm like, well, 
Well, let me first give me give you this. It's it's basically uh, University of Iowa is one of many who are are taking prospective students. They're having them tweet uh, instead of doing a second essay for college applications. Nice. And so they're they're kind of testing their what can you say about yourself or why you want to get in or any of that in 140 characters. I love this. Kentucky Fried Chickens offers Colonel's Colonel's Scholars Twitter scholarship for $20,000 over four years based upon a tweet responding to tell us in 140 characters why you deserve a $20,000 scholarship. The competition received 2,800 applications last year. And scholarship. Bad. Yeah. Scholarship.com, an organization to help students find money for college, offers the short and tweet, a short and tweet scholarship, uh, which asks applicants to sum up their college experience in a tweet to win $1,000 or a Kindle. So th- this is awesome stuff. This is why I love Twitter. And, and there's not, I, I don't think this is harmless at all. This isn't asking people to retweet and retweet, retweet. No. This is, this is like saying, hey, you know, tell us, you know, be creative. And use it. And of course, at the same time, what is this doing? It is promoting their university. It's promoting their scholarship. It's promoting, you know, what it's promoting a brand. And I I think this is brilliant marketing on on behalf of University of Iowa. Yeah. There's a comment in here about somebody who's talking about why they don't think it's great. They say they're devaluing their future because they're identifying themselves with a fad rather than something more long term. It comes off as a school trying so hard to be cool, which I can't say I go against the last statement that they're trying to come across as being cool. But when they say it's a fad, I'm sorry, but it's not going anywhere. Well, you know what? I I think it depends. That really depends on how you personally define fad. Now, for that person, you know, if that person's saying a fad is something that's you hear and we use it, it's the coolest thing and, and it's a great way to communicate with people for you know 15 20 years but then after that you know uh that's in the past and and nobody really uses it it becomes you know kind of like myspace 15 years from now if that's a fad then yeah this could very well fit into their definition of a fad uh it doesn't fit into my definition of a fad and you know what i don't i i personally i wouldn't mind going to a college if i decided to go back to college again uh that was uh, up with the times I'm yeah. just saying, I, I'd, I'd rather go to a you know somewhat cool school that's hip and gets social media. Just saying. Trying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there you go. Um, let's see here. Are you working hard or hardly working, Eric? I, I what? <laughs> I'm confused. I'm confused. <laughs> this is a brand new website or it may have been out there for a very long time. But would you imagine that there are some people out there who are interacting with their Facebook account while at work when they're not supposed to be doing so? Well, definitely. All right. Do you think that there's a potential that maybe some people out there, um, you know, if if they could find a way to keep in tact with all the people, what's going on in their their news timeline and, and stuff like that, and if they could have that actually discussed disguised as a spreadsheet an excel spreadsheet i I have seen that do you think that they might be able to uh you know be connected to their online friends all day long and not even uh look like they're on facebook well that's what hardlywork.in is all about uh, I think this was Richard Emblem uh, sent this to me, and he says this is this looks interesting. It's innovative, but uh, it you know he questions the morality of it, you know, or or the potential morality of it. Yeah. So uh, hardlywork.in turns your Facebook newsfeed into uh, an Excel spreadsheet, and or at least something that appears to be some, one. That's and, what it looks like. And I did this, and I y- you go through, and it's got links, and it's got pictures, and you can hover over them, and it shows you all that stuff, but just not on, on a on a site that looks like Facebook in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. I did read something recently that said that of the top 100 companies none of them block social networking. Very cool. So. Very cool. It's only those 
companies that that are short-sighted and and feel like they <laughs> they own that you know they their employees are slaves yes and and all that other stuff so anyway i, I think though I, I think it's exciting I, I i have seen a noticeable difference in in business over the last 10 to 15 years that that is i think very freeing to a lot of people that that it's not i i know that of course i'm not an employee anymore so um, I know my employer is still a slave driver and he thinks well, he owns yeah. me and, and, and never lets me see the light of day, but <laughs> and that, <laughs> that employer is me. Um, uh, but in, in the most part, I am seeing companies that are, you know, allowing people to, to have a little bit more freedom and to, you know, be flexible in their own hours. More and more people are being allowed to, uh, work from home. Um, and you know, there, and people as a result are being more productive and getting more done and, and they're more efficient and yes, uh, social media is a part of making things happen. And so I think that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. Very cool. Hey, I'll tell you what, let's talk about one more, uh, service on here and I think we'll save the rest for next week. How's that sound? Sounds great. And we'll continue. I love this whole wonder list because now uh, you know, we can just keep building this list, building this list, and uh, we'll never have uh, a shortage of things to talk about on social media serenity. The never-ending show notes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the last service that I've got on here is dmcleaner.com. Which I know you're excited about. Yes, this is a great service. I don't know about you guys, but I'm an inbox zero guy, but I'm also oh, a direct message inbox or direct direct message zero guy. Mm-hmm. So I like to clean all my direct messages out and not have those show up anywhere. Uh, and, and just to know if I've got a direct message list listed in my direct message list, that means there's something that I need to respond to, or it's something that I've responded to, but I'm waiting at least a couple days to make sure that that person would have had a chance to read it. Because when you do delete a direct message from that you have sent you actually are removing it from Twitter services. And so therefore, unless they are using a program that kind of caches that on their end, as soon as you delete it off of your end, it's deleted from them as well. So they can't read it. So don't use, don't delete your direct messages until after you feel sure that your message has been received. Which would be nice to if Twitter. See, that's another service for paid Twitter users. You know, has this has this direct message been received and read and timestamp that? that yeah. See, I, I, that's another feature I think they could add. But anyway, kinda, go so ahead. go ahead. What what have you done with this so far? Well, the thing is, is of course I I remember telling you, gosh, I don't fifty sixty episodes back about how I manually spent three hours one night going all the yeah. way back to two thousand seven deleting my direct messages and so didn't they some of them come back though yeah and twitter every now and then restores something and and the next thing i know i've got you know it's like there's no direct messages except for starting in mid 2008 and going all the way back all of those direct messages have been restored to my account and i'm like seriously well now i can go to dmcleaner.com and it will go through and do all that for me it will a little batch process cleaning out my DMs. So cool. All right. Now, so that deletes it like for good. It's not going to show up on Twitter.com or a mobile device or a desktop or anything. That's correct. Is that the, right? That's correct. Except for, and I will tell you, if Twitter does something and they they go in and, and they restore DMs, because every now and then they might have an issue with their DM client. And sometimes they'll go and they'll restore, you know, backups of their DMs. And uh, I've noticed that, you know, it's it's only happened twice since I've been completely wiped clean of my DMs. Two different times they've restored like DMs that were from years ago. Huh. And then I I just go in and I I use DM Cleaner now to to go and take them out. Yeah. The I personally, because I felt like it was a losing battle to to try and delete them, I've gotten to the point where I've just kind of felt like, okay, that's my archive folder, so to speak. <laughs> I go there and I see if there's something new, and no, there's not. Mark them all as as old, 
And then I've got it as an archive to go back to if I want to hit a new DM. I don't need to type a new one. I just hit reply to an old one to somebody. And Mm -hmm. I've gotten to that mentality with it. So it doesn't bother me as much anymore. You've been manipulated. Yes, I have been manipulated. Brainwashed, if you will. Yes. But the one thing I will say is I find it extremely annoying is if I'm using one client and I do something and I mark them all as red or something like that, they're still unread somewhere else. Yeah. There's no connectivity between any it drives me insane. I know. It is it Asfura, is to twitter.com to TweetDeck or Twitter for Mac. It's just I hate that. I really hate that. Yep. So and, and so that's that's why I like to keep mine clean because here's the thing. Um you know, every now and then I will follow file, fire up TweetDeck. And for me, guess what? The only ones that show up in there are the ones I haven't responded to yet. And when I open up Osphora, the only ones that are there are the ones that I haven't responded to yet. And so for me, I very much have a, a clean inbox. Now, occasionally what will happen is I'll, I'll open up Osphora and it'll download like four DMs that people have sent me. And then I won't have time to respond to them right now, but then I'll go, you know, and respond to them later. And then I'll go and clean those out somewhere else. But then they're still on my Osphora. So I do actually have to manually delete them out of the cache there as well. But that's few and far between. But for me, I love knowing that, boom, if it pulls in a DM, that's something that I haven't yet I haven't yet acted upon. And for me, that's huge. And I wish that they had a way for me to archive at replies in my notifications. So so basically it says, you know what, you've got all these at replies. And I wish that as I've noticed noticed and have feel like I've done anything if I want to respond to the at reply, I wish that I could archive that in whatever Twitter client so that those would be wiped out as well, but still available to be searched online and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, Eric. Well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, are you still receiving emails of DMs? And if so, I'm assuming you have a filter where they go away and you don't see them. Yeah, I do not have DMs email me at all. Okay. You no, know, I, I DMs uh, go to, you know, a boxcar notifies me of a DM. And when I sign into my Twitter client, then then I see those. Uh, when I sign into OS4, that's when I see DMs. Okay. Yeah. So, and I, I'm doing that at least once or twice a day. So, fun stuff. Eric, this has been a blast. I don't know about you, but I love Wonderlist for our show notes. How are you feeling I about do. it? I do. Works, works great. I'm already using it. So, this is good. I love it. Thank you for, for allowing me to test that this week. And, uh, I know for one I know one thing's for sure. I'm gonna be able to have these show notes over to my assistant in a blink of an eye after this. So awesome stuff. Folks, thank you for tuning in. Go to socialmediaserenity.com. Look for episode number 97, 98 for show notes for today. And I know the music's over, but if you wouldn't mind, head over to gspn.tv slash plus to learn how you can support the community and content of gspn.tv.